guys. Welcome to Coffee and Commas, the English Professor's Podcast. This is Professor Chandler, and I'm sitting here with... Professor Parker. We're so glad to have you join us. We know that learning from home can be challenging, and most of you guys are probably sick of sitting in front of a computer desk all day, so we hope these podcasts can help you break away from the desk, and maybe you can take us out on a walk or go driving around town or maybe just listen to us while fixing dinner. So... A lot of folks come into our English classes and they think it's either really hard or it's boring. So first of all, I'm really sorry if you've had that experience. And I've had that too. Have you had that too? Not as much with English, but a lot of other classes. Oh, see, you're lucky. I had some really (laughs) crappy English classes growing up. Anyway, I hated English in high school and I even got a D my junior year, believe that or not. Um, And I'm probably not really sure that my other years were much better. Um, And I didn't take English college classes. I clipped out of them. So what? I'm teaching something I've never taken. So but. so one of us is really good here, and the other one really had to work their butt off. Not so, so I'll much. let you figure out no, which no, one not is, so much, is which. All right. So actually, I was really surprised that I would even major in English. Um, I, I had no idea. I had no idea I would major in English. It was really kind of weird. Uh, but I got into uh, my senior year, and I had this English teacher named Miss Curtin. And we're still friends on Facebook. Like, I stalk her. She stalks me. I go back and we see each other, and it's super cool. Um, But uh, I remember sitting in her class, and we were watching film, and we were listening to music. And she would bring in all these political debates and all kinds of things. And I realized that, oh, my gosh, English is actually about all the things that I love to do in my free time, like argue, um, watch a movie, and analyze um, or really overanalyze everything in my life. It seems like there's a lot of people that would like English right now. Because <laughs> a lot of people are I'm, arguing. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if you like to play around on Twitter or if you're on Facebook and you like to get into debates or you like to listen to music or you really hate all of that and you just want to go watch a movie, uh, English is the topic for you. Absolutely. So I want to I talk about some ways that we can break down these barriers um, that have kept you maybe from loving your English classes, unless you're... You know, like Professor Parker here. Um, and I, I wanna... just didn't take them. So I don't, I mean, there was nothing to love. So. Oh, goodness. But I like to write letters. I um, My best friend lived four hours from me. And so I just wrote letters over and over and over. And that practice, I think, made me really good at English. Only because I was writing my best friend about what a sucky life I had my <laughs> senior year. And I just wrote her every day. So... It made me a really good writer. That's awesome. So I think I actually was a good writer because I would skip school all the time. Although, please do not do that in my classes. Because I promise, I promise I'm going to work with you and make these You're great. You're not going to want to skip her class. You're not going to want to skip it. No. But um, I did. I actually did. I would skip class all the time. And I would, you know, I guess this kind of reveals a little bit of a nerd side <laughs> of me. But I would go to the library and I would hide out there because they were just glad they had a patron. And, um, and it was quiet. And I would read. And I think... Being a reader made me a good that writer. That is the worst reason to skip I know. class. <laughs> well, I was really bored in class, and I just True. didn't like a lot True. of people, which, right. I mean, is funny because, yeah. you know, now I'm a professor. But right. honestly, like, in my secret life, I'm <laughs> extremely introverted. But, um, but one of the things I want to talk about is, like, ways we can break down the barriers and, right. and maybe to start building up some skills that not only will help you, you know, ace our class, because, I mean, I love to get A's. I love to give A's. Me what about too. you? Me too. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it so, makes me feel good when students succeed. Yes. Right? Yes. I'm, I'm the biggest cheerleader. Like I never could be a cheerleader in high school, but <laughs> like I'm pretty sure at almost fifty, I can like totally get some pom poms. Yeah. Out. Yeah. I can't fake smile, but I will cheer. <laughs> I will cheer for you, and I'm excited, and I want you to be successful. Not only in my class, but every other class that you go into, I want you to go in there and know how to write a paper. Uh, know how to analyze the things that are coming in front of you. I also want you to win your debates on Twitter because, um, I mean, that's kind of great. But, but I, th I really think, too, with the trend of online education, mm -hmm. there's just going to be so much writing. So the better writer you are, the better you're going to do on an in, an, in an online class. Well, yeah, you know, actually, um, we are writing more today than any other time in history. Right. So... Those of you guys that are like, well, I just don't like writing. Well, too bad. I mean, <laughs> you're texting, right. you're emailing, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook. You're even like capturing and editing and tweaking Instagram, which one day we're going to talk about because all of that is composing. All of that is composition mm -hmm. and using a rhetorical argument, which we'll get into that kind of crazy stuff later one day. But too, it sounds but, super cool doesn't it, that you're going to know how to do a rhetorical argu argument. Right. That sounds yeah. Like really brainy you already are yeah. so and we are too because we're really trying to sell english to you so um for the low low price <laughs> of 19.99 you too can get a comp one class and you know what you get a bonus professor so there you go <laughs> all right so we're going to talk about a lot of cool things on these podcasts um we're going to talk about you know commas and dangling modifiers and all i'm kidding no we're really not going to talk about that today um we're going to talk about the things that really matter because there are things that are are so much more important to your writing than a comma placement. Um, we are going to talk about that or at least show you that. You're going to understand that. But I'm so much more interested in your ideas and your content and your the way you formulate an argument and target an audience. And uh, Melissa brought up something really cool a minute ago about how she learned to write, and that was by writing letters. Right. I wrote a ton of letters. Yeah. So actually, we're going to talk about that a little bit now, but we're not really writing a whole lot of letters anymore. Although <laughs> although I did sign up for like a pen pal group I and mean, I have a pen pal it, in Finland. How fun is it to it get is something so cool. in the mail other than a bill? I mean, it's awesome. Right. Well, I honestly just really want to go to Finland. And so, <laughs> so I'm thinking if I can write interesting enough letters, maybe she'll invite me out and you know, I can go well, to and for me too. Sometimes Finland. I'm a little bit insecure about sharing my opinion, like verbally, because I kind of flip over my words sometimes. Mm -hmm. But if I can write it down, I can I can edit it and I can revise it and I can make it make sense and I can make it fit. And mm. so when I yeah. have that, I can feel really confident. Well, you're talking about all the steps to an actual writing process, mm -hmm. and and I think like. This is so important because so many people think that writing off the bat has to be perfect, but it doesn't. It never is. I, I don't write perfect anything off the bat. Even half the time when I do a post, there's a mistake in it. Yeah, go you got to go back and, and edit. Yeah. yeah, or I'm like, that's not the right word. Right. Um, or that yeah. sounds really stupid <laughs> or mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so let's talk about um, one of the most important things. And one of the first writing assignments you guys are going to have right off the bat is writing a professional email and as some of you guys are rolling your eyes right now this is so boring but let me tell you um, this really is super important it's so important I want to start us off with this because I cannot tell you how important those first impressions are and we know this you know by I mean how many of you guys have a tender profile like 
right? I, I don't. You don't? No, do you? No, I don't. Okay. But my friends do. My okay. single friends do. And we call it like the man catalog. <laughs> <laughs> and we like flip through. Those first impressions, friends, are, yeah. are super important. Super and they're important also for us as professors. And it's important, like, I mean, if you want to get a job somewhere, you don't want to, like, hey, you guys have any applications? Right, right. I mean, have you, like, ever received? Y'all got jobs? Got jobs? I know. Hey, yeah. what's my grade? How much am I going to make? Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me, have you ever gotten okay. an unprofessional email? So last semester when we went um, on, online after COVID, I got an email from a student pretty much demanding that I give her a certain grade, even though she had written the totally wrong essay because she hadn't followed the directions. And she was going to go to the dean, and she was really angry. Mm -hmm. And the whole tone of the email was really belligerent. Mm. And it took me a minute to take a breath and not fire one right back at her mm -hmm. um, because I believe in grace and people make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But... It really took me a minute to not, like, rip her up based so, on what she said, which other other professors may not be as graceful. Yeah, well, that's true. And, there um, are some really, like... And know. employers won't be either. I mean, how many of you guys are, like, you You guys have, you know, played around on social media. You, you know what tone is. Right. We see this all the time. I mean, I have five kids, right? Yeah. I know, it's shocking. I do. <laughs> I, I have kept alive five small humans. <laughs> And um, I have chickens and one kid. <laughs> I can walk around my house and I can say good morning to each one of my kids. And all five responses are going to have a totally different tone. I have a 20-year-old son who just moved out, but you cannot even imagine the type of tone I'm going to get out of that 20-year-old kid. He's a gamer. Um, he pretty much stays up all night. Mm -hmm. uh, he's kind of, he's extremely introverted. Um, so, you know, when I walk by and I'm like, hey, good morning, Ryan. You can imagine the tone, right? Compared to my nine-year-old daughter, uh, who was born singing to small birds and squirrels, <laughs> uh, if I walk by, I can say the same words, good morning, to her, and the tone is going to completely change. Um, she's super chipper and, you know, a Disney princess, I'm pretty sure. I think <laughs> I, think I created one. But... Um, is that number five? <laughs> no, no, it's actually really? four. Yeah, really? yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she's crazy. We would have had like 37 of them. They would have all been like her. But um, like a whole litter, a whole litter of, whole litter of, kids of, of Nora's. Of, but... of Disney princesses. <laughs> so, um, anyway, like, you know, when you're writing, you know, good morning can be read in so many different ways. Um, you know, but the way that we write, we have to be so, so much more careful the way we we construct those things um, because yep. we don't know how the tone is. Right. And and so if you're writing harsh words or short, oh, my goodness, capitalizing everything, right. which is yelling. yelling. I know right. you guys know this, right, because you guys all text. and um, But my mom doesn't know this. And so when she, like, is responding to something on Facebook, I have to hide my mom. Like, <laughs> I, for real. For real, I hide my mom. Um, well, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to fake news because she's like a huge supporter or spreader of <laughs> fake news. Um, but also her responses. I don't know if it's just because she can't Trump's see. Did you know responsible for COVID? He's responsible yeah, for right. COVID? He started it. <laughs> fake news. Okay. I don't know. You know, so. you know, when I'm writing, I always think about that adage. It's biblical. 
uh, do unto others the way you want them to do unto you. And so I mm-hmm. think about how I'm going to read that as, as I'm writing. Mm-hmm. So when I read it, I think, well, am I angry or can I take it? Or And I'm pretty sensitive anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's a, for me, it's a great lesson to remember. Am, am I coming across as a real jerk mm. or am I coming across as um, intelligent human? Mm-hmm. So my mom would always say you catch more flies with honey, with honey yeah. than you do with vinegar. Right. So if I'm actually asking a professor to give me a better grade or to give me an extension, uh, help me I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm going to watch my tone. I'm going to make sure I'm kind. I'm going right. to make sure I'm respectful. Right. So I want to talk about a little bit about a couple ways that you can make sure to knock these uh, right out of the bat. Um, uh, look, I get about 100, 100 students a semester right. on average. Uh, so if I get an email from a student and their email address is angrysmurf3000 at gmail.com, <laughs> one, I don't know who this person is, but I am making all kinds of assumptions about you. Um, are they blue? In uh, short. They're short. They're into cartoons, right? <laughs> Uh, they weigh 3,000 pounds. They owe $3,000. <laughs> they have 3,000 ex-girlfriends. I don't know, but I'm coming up with all kinds of stories about angrysmurf3000 right. at gmail.com in my head. So here's here's some things that we, we want to know, you know right the off the bat. The other one is like sometimes those email addresses, like I got one from Bad Girls. Yes. I'm like, is this porn? I mean, I I'm not opening that. <laughs> Very true. So so one, one quick way to fix that is use your TC email. It's already professional. Um, if you're emailing for a job right outside of it, then create one that is professional for you. Some kind of combo with your first and last name. And email addresses are free. It's not they are. Like They're free. The Make another one. Like right. you can, you can just, be a bad girl on, right. or an angry just smurf. Just don't send it to me on your own time. But don't email about a job opening with that, and right. don't like ask me to give you a better grade. <laughs> um, okay. So the next thing, subject line. Fill this out. Fill. I mean, it's there for a reason, so we can prioritize. So if it's blank, I'm like, well, it wasn't important enough to put a right. subject. I'll get so back to them later. I'll get back to them after I open the junk mail that's promising me that I just won one million dollars. Um, Melissa talked about tone. That's that's just let's you know yeah, want to reiterate that yeah, it's yeah, so important. Um, make sure that you address it. Have some kind of you know greeting. Uh, this isn't a text to your boo. What up? Yeah. <laughs> So, dear professor, what's his name? And Dr. So-and-so. Go ahead and use their title. Or hey you. Hey you is not good either. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, The next thing, proofread, proofread. Oh, and one more thing you're going to want to proofread. If that's not your strong suit, use Grammarly. Oh, my gosh, how obsessed are you with Grammarly? I love Grammarly. It's my favorite software for, for English papers. And I just finished a master's degree, and I use Grammarly on every paper that I use. Yeah. Everyone. And for my students, I'll run theirs through Grammarly, too. Ah, see? Yeah. Because yeah. so, it'll tell me immediately where you messed up. So you might as well use it before yeah. I do, and then <laughs> so you, you can save yourself it. some trouble. You know, you can download Grammarly. It's Just get the free version. Right. You don't have to pay for the upgrade. There's no reason in doing that. But... If you get this free version, it'll check your emails that you're sending to people. It'll check the papers that you're writing. It'll even check your Twitter posts to make sure that you don't look like a moron. 
you know, right, on a, right. a very giant public scale. So go ahead and use that. Oh man, as we. I wish Trump would use Grammarly. Oh, yeah, I wish everybody would use. It. I wish my yeah, I wish my mom would use it. Um, okay, so one other thing is that you're going to want to make sure that when you are typing out the word, the pronoun I. Oh my goodness, please, please capitalize it, please. Right. Please, I know, I I know you have to hit one more extra button, but hit that one more extra button. Shift. It's really shift. <laughs> yes, just hit the shift. Your eye should be capitalized. This is professional, so um, it, it makes a big impression. If I see that, you know, you're texting this so super informally, um, then then it's kind of problematic. It, it just doesn't it doesn't bode well. It doesn't give a great first impression. All right, last thing, sign your email. If you're one of my students, tell me which class you're in. So it, it really helps, even if you have your professional email, which, you know, here you're gonna see like mine is Chandler H859. Um, you know, I, I mean, if I'm not sure which Chandler that is. I don't, you don't know my first it's name unless eight I tell you. One. I mean, <laughs> 859 pounds, 859 ex-girlfriend. No, I'm kidding. So you want to make sure that you put your name, put your first and last name and tell me which class you're in, especially if you're in an online class, because I don't have your face yet. And, um, and I, for my students, I always make sure that they go in their student account and upload a picture. Because it's really, really super hard when you're online and you have 100 students. You want to connect personally. And so if I can see your face and put your name with it, then I, I got a better shot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so these are all just hopefully some useful tips for putting together that professional email. If you have any questions, you, you know where to find us. And we look forward to chatting with you again soon about our next crazy topic. But... Have a great week, guys. Chandler out. Parker out.